Hello, my name is Michael Morgan, and welcome to Canadian Top 40, the weekly countdown of the 40 best-selling records in Canada. Our chart is based upon the most comprehensive summary of the contemporary Canadian music scene, the RPM 100. This week, CTF features a Canadian band which has the honor of gold awards on all of its albums and a platinum award on one. But more about that later. Five new entries this week, including one song that has jumped straight into our 40 this week at number 15. At number 40, the first of our new entries, and a song that is clearly guaranteed to make its mark right at the top of our charts in the weeks to come. It's called Top of the World, from a very successful team, Karen and Richard Carpenter. Originally called Spectrum back in 68, they joined forces with Herb Alpert's A&M label in 69, and scored a million seller with Close to You. The rest is history. For the Carpenters, the hits just seem to keep on coming. Such a feeling's coming over me There is wonder in most everything I see Not is a love that I've found ever since you've been around You almost put me at the top of the world Coming up in our first hour, another new entry from a Canadian group whose leader was the co-author of such great hits as These Eyes and American Woman. and Joey for Dairy Queen. Hey, Joey, let's go to Dairy Queen for a DQ Sunday. But we don't have no money. Let's all go to the Dairy Queen. It's not delicious, Dairy Queen. At number 35 this week and on its way down, ex-James Gang member Joe Walsh and what must be the funkiest sound in our countdown, Rocky Mountain Way. Joe's second and latest album, by the way, surely deserves some kind of award for the most striking title of the year so far. The smoker you drink, the player you get. song that peaked at number seven five weeks ago, last week number 26, and this week holding down the number 35 spot, Rocky Mountain Way from Joe Walsh and Barnstorm. The third new entry to our charts this week brings that celebrated leader we mentioned earlier. Our star was lead guitarist with Guess Who for 10 years. His name? Of course, Randy Bachman. And he seems to have a giant hit on his hands with Blue Collar. Walk your street And I walk mine At number 30, Bachman Turner Overdrive with a Toronto-produced record called Blue Collar. The group will be setting off on a tour of Europe early in the new year. And good luck to them. 30 to go to the number one song in the nation today. This is Michael Morgan with the 40 top songs in Canada this week. Canadian Top 40 is heard on great radio stations right across Canada, like CFRN Edmonton. Get flavor and fresh breath with Double Mint. When you want big flavor and fresh breath too, you get both big every time you do. A stick of Double Mint gum. So double up, double up. Double Mint in the pack with the red end. Morgan. Close to close.
Number 15, and we're counting them down. This song is very special to anyone who's ever had to say goodbye and start again. Deciding that Reggie Workman wouldn't look too exciting on a record label, the search began for a more intriguing name. Thus began the life of Elton John. A monster hit for sure. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. When are you gonna come down? When are you going to laugh? Elton John entering our chart at number 15. And that's... And you're listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show on CITR FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And that was Canadian Top 40, number 15. Today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, interviews with from Lethbridge, Alberta, Fist City, who are playing in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, tonight at the Zoo Shop. And also an interview I did with Juicy J. Juicy J, Fist City, today on Denard Ward, the Human Serviette Radio Show on CITR, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, to prepare you right now for an oncoming interview with Fist City and something to intro you for Juicy J. Going to play something by The Gamblers. And this song is called Moon Dog. Now, this famous tune, Moon Dog, is covered by so many surf bands, originally done by The Gamblers, was actually written by Derry Weaver from Lethbridge, Alberta. The hometown of Fist City. So this goes out to Fist City. This is The Gamblers, written by Derry Weaver, the song Moondog. And he's from Lethbridge, Alberta. He moved to California and formed The Gamblers. But still, he's from Lethbridge, Alberta. And coming up, an interview with Fist City from Lethbridge, Alberta. And then an interview with Juicy J. And then an interview later on with Fist City on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Here are The Gamblers with... Derry Weaver on lead guitar from Lethbridge, Alberta with Moon Dog.
Who are you? Juicy J. Juicy J, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you, May. Right off the bat, Juicy J, I have a gift for you. Okay, what you get? I got something that is close to your heart. A Willie Hutch DJ copy. <laughs> wow, can I have this? Yes, that's a gift for you. Oh, thanks, man. Shit, man, turn up. Now, how many times, Juicy J, have you sampled Willie Hutch? Probably 200 million and 55 zillion, trillion, quadrillion, mazillion times. In other words, never enough. <laughs> never fucking enough. <laughs> Juicy J, it all goes back, doesn't it, to DJ Spanish Fly right here. Ah, oh, yeah, man. What's up? This is the guy right here, man. This just does. It does. Yeah, I see you've done your research. Well, you're Juicy J. You gotta do the research. <laughs> Thanks, man. But Spanish Fly, he helped us the gangster walk. He introduced Trigger Man. What can you tell people? Yes. Spanish Fly. Spanish Fly is the motherfucking man, man. Spanish DJ motherfucking Spanish Fly. A word. Club No Name. He hung out with a Club No Name, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see you've done your. You've done a lot of your research, motherfucker. You. <laughs> Memphis. Yeah. M Town, baby. Turn up. Turn up. Shout out to D-Magic, too. Yeah, D-Magic. You know him, too? Yes, and Sunny D. What can you tell people about Sunny D and D-Magic? D-Magic, uh, I met D-Magic uh, when I was 16. He had, like, a lot of DJ equipment, and we had this, um, we had, like, started a DJ service, because I, I started as a DJ. You know, rip, 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 rip. And, um, you know, um, and Sunny D was, uh, was a DJ, too, as well as a producer. Shouts out to Sunny D, too. Yep. GCG, what's the importance of the Crystal Palace skating rink? Ah, what you know about that? What do you know about it? Uh, Crystal Palace skating rink is where, all, where a lot of everybody used to go and drive their cars and just turn up, man. You know what I'm saying? Have a good time, get buck. You know, that was the word back in the day, get buck. Yep. Juicy J, I heard you talking about Canada and having two bunnies in a bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> what you know about that? Well, what I would like to know is, how do I get two snow bunnies in a bathtub, oh, Juicy One? Well, you got to be Juicy J to get two snow bunnies in the bathtub. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Juicy J, Memphis. Yes, I love Memphis. It's my hometown. Yeah. I would like to ask you about some old school Memphis. Right here we have some gangsta. Gangsta Pat. Gangsta Boogie. What's, what's this? Is gangsta Boogie. This is hard. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, it's jamming. Yeah, gangsta Pat, he's kind of old school, isn't he? Yeah. Yep. What about Ray the J? Yeah, Ray the J was uh, a DJ. Yeah. Ray the J. Curls for the girls, prayer for the square. And stitches for the bitches. That was his line. Juicy J. Yeah. Here at the Smokers Tour. Yeah, turn up. Juicy J, Gus's Chicken versus Roscoe's Chicken. Said it again. <laughs> Gus's Chicken. You love Gus's oh, okay, Chicken. Okay, okay. You, know, you, you talk so fast, I had to, had to you know, I had to, you gotta, you gotta get in the brain first. You said, okay, which, which is the best? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Roscoe's is really good and Gus's is good. What's the difference? Uh, Gus is the best. Why is it the best? Uh, it's more crispier. Juicy J Dyer's Burgers. Juicy J Dyer's Burger. I like the way you talk, man. You're a funny motherfucker. Um, what, what the fuck is a Dyer's Burger? Dyer's Burgers in Memphis. They use a hundred year old grease. Have you oh, ever been there? Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't think I ever had a Dyer's Burger. Not no bullshit. I don't think I ever had one. How about the Interstate Barbecue in Memphis? Yes, I eat Interstate all the time. Interstate. Yes. And how about the Arcade Restaurant? Uh, of the Elvis Booth. Oh yeah, now they got some real good burgers over there. Have you sat in the Elvis booth at all? Man, I sat all over the place. I don't know, man. I mean, I, it probably was the Elvis booth. It could have been the Notward booth. I don't know. Juicy J, another gift for you now that you're in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. A Johnny Taylor record. Oh, shit. This is classic. Thank you. How did 
did you get into Johnny Taylor? I got into him through the Watt Stacks movie. How did you discover Johnny Taylor? Man, just going through some old records, man. I saw, I heard this guy named Johnny Taylor, which you, uh, I don't, I can't say he was from Memphis, but he was Simon Stacks, and I listened to all Stacks collections, and boom, Johnny Taylor. And that's what I love about you, Juicy J. You're so varied. I have another gift to your favorite artist, Wayne Newton. Wayne, uh, I don't know anybody. I mean, I know I know of Wayne Newton, but I never really listened. I know it's your secret. <laughs> I never listened to Wayne Newton. A hey. double album. Hey, but this guy's rich, man, so I uh, big up to Wayne Newton. You get that cash. Juicy J, when you're on stage in a smoker's tour, you ask some ladies on stage sometimes. Always, man. What are the questions you ask the ladies? Something about drugs. Do you do drugs? Do you do drugs? Yeah, that's what you ask. What are some of the questions? Take me through some of the questions. I mean, I really don't ask them questions. I tell them to just do what they do. I tell them to shake their asses. You did? I do indeed, Juicy. Jay? Uh, Juicy Jay, do I put onion in my trippy stick? <laughs> I mean, you can put some cushion now. You probably shouldn't put any onions in. You put onions on your hamburger. Help me understand a trippy stick. A trippy stick is a device... With hash oil in it, and you hit it, and it just burns all over the fucking place. Juicy J, another band I would like to ask you about. The important audio, too. Top villain. Fuck yeah, this is classic. This is mine, too? Uh, Maybe not that one. Uh, Maybe not that one, but... Some are for you, Juicy J, but top villain. I really want this one, man. I really, you know, I, I used to have this record. I lost this record. And you guys have sampled it, too. Oh, yeah, of course. And what I was wondering, is this one of the most sampled records in hip hop? Which one is it? Uh, Top Billin. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You did it for Are You Ready For This? Uh, what? On what's on one of my songs? Yeah, the 3-6 Mafia, Are You Ready For This? You guys sampled. I've, I've done so many records, I don't remember all that shit. <laughs> but I probably did. Shut the fuck up! Juicy J. Papa Molly, get drunk, motherfucker, get higher. Famous food, that restaurant. Famous food, that restaurant. I love the way you talk, man. <laughs> the lemon casket. The lemon casket. The lemon basket. Oops. Basket, yeah. Why did it become the lemon casket? Why did it close? No, man, those crazy motherfuckers. Why are they closed? Man, I don't even know, man. That place is crazy, man. It's full of freaks. I love the show when you started smashing all the furniture. Oh, it was a fun part, man. I was trying to have some fun, man. That place was too, it was too boring. I was like, is that some fun? as a motherfucker. Throw some shit. And you didn't even have to pay for it, did you? Fuck no. It's like a reality show, so you had some fun. Yeah, fuck those motherfuckers. Shut the fuck up. Juicy J also would like to ask you here. Jay also would like to. About this rapper right here, Tella. That's Tila, man. Tila, okay. Yeah, yeah, so this is, all this is Memphis good music, man. This is, thank you for all this, by the way. Oh, well, thank you very much for teaching me about Memphis stuff. What more can you say about Memphis music and Tella? Tila, man. Tila's from Memphis. As in Tila Tequila. <laughs> As in Tila Tequila. You're turned up. Are you on Molly already? You seem kind of like you're on something. I'm on Nerdboard Human Serviette, live with Juicy J. Ah! So, Juicy J. Foot. But <laughs> Sorry about your foot there. I was <laughs> just joking. I was just wondering, actually, Nashville, are you aware, actually, of this rapper right here from Nashville, Count Bass D? Uh, I don't know if I heard him. Uh, thank you, thank you, Not a Water. You'll take the record and learn about him later. I'll definitely take the record, man. Any, any free shit you want to give me? You got any free weed? Um, I'm not sure. What is free weed? I mean, it's something that you're supposed to give to me. And also, Juicy J, we are brothers, you know? Oh, we are? Yeah, we're brothers. Well, you're not colored, but I guess we're brothers. We're brothers. We're connected through the Grizzlies. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. We're sure. Vancouver Grizzlies and the Memphis. Yeah, yeah. Grizzlies. And so I thought for brotherly love, I would give you one last gift here. A favorite of yours, Juicy J. A poster of one of your favorite artists. Well, to get everybody on there, B.B. King, Bobby Bland, Muddy Waters. Oh, shit, man. Thanks, man. Well, you're from one p- motherfucker, man. 
Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Somebody hold this. And you are Juicy J here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Juicy J, showers. Do you still wear sunglasses in the shower? Yeah, I always wear sunglasses in the shower, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, that's how you do it. What would make you take the sunglasses off? Uh, if I saw a big titty naked uh, chick walk through it right now. Juicy J, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Why do you talk like that? Juicy J, I... <laughs> I guess I'm Nardwar the human serviette. Let me see that. Nardwar, let me see, Matt, Matt, Matt. Yes, go ahead. Juicy J, why do you talk like that? Not watch you, here he is. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Juicy J in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Trippy, mate. Well, thanks so much, Juicy J. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Do the loop do the loop do do do. Almost, Juicy J. Do do the loot do. Do do. Yeah. That's it. Turn up. This guy is crazy as fuck. He's got to be on Molly or some some powder or something. <laughs> you're on you're on something. I know we're on not where, but you're definitely on something. <laughs> you love stepping on people's toes, I see. B.B. <laughs> King talks about hard drugs. I believe that the younger ones are subsiding in that. No, they are not. I think they're finding out that it's really no good. And we're losing too many people. I think I can understand why a lot of the people have gone into drugs because so many times I've been so frustrated because I couldn't get things to work like I want them to. And this sometimes can really mess up your mind. If a guy is not using his mind and don't try to be really strong, you could really go go into anything. It's just like they used to say about alcohol, and this I do know, that whatever problem you had when you got drunk, when you get through, you got two, because you got a hangover plus that other problem is still there. And that's the same thing I think about hard drugs. So I no, no good. This is Al Cooper. Among other things, do you know how much heroin costs in the street today? If you want to kill yourself, why don't you just smoke cigarettes? It's a lot cheaper. This is Jim Messina, and this is Kenny Loggins. And we're here to talk to you about hard drugs, heroin, and barbiturates. We feel that most people who get involved in, in taking these drugs have found themselves at a dead-end street. Keep it natural and stay away from the crap that's going to kill you. A lot, lot better ways of getting high than hard drugs. Let's live without them. Mahal talks about hard drugs. There are much better things to do, and there's a lot of work to be done. And I do not, you know, wish to have any of my partners, friends, or people that I don't know, you know, not to be with me in what I'm doing. And I'm sure there are many other musicians who feel the same way. So don't use heroin or anything like that. Mahavishnu, John McLaughlin. 
I have had three dear friends, great musicians, die as a result of heroin. And I feel a great loss due to drugs. My personal feeling is that I cannot urge anyone enough to stop using drugs. Hi there, this is Chipmunk. Since Woodstock, we've worked so many concerts in America and elsewhere with a lot of acts. Some aren't with us anymore. I've seen so many hollow faces trail off when the crowd leaves. Some can't leave. If heroin, barbiturates, or downers are making it easier for you now, they'll leave you when you need them. You better get used to yourself, because sometime soon it'll be time to go home. This is Spencer Dryden from the New Riders, The Purple Sage. I don't need no doctor. If you've ever seen an audience that's on downs, smack, reds, quaaludes, all I can tell you is it's the bummer of the century for the band. Don't do it. paper sir my name is jimmy brown and everybody knows that i'm his boy of the town hi this is phil oaks ever since the assassination of john kennedy things began to fall apart in this country people started caring less for each other and thought less of themselves some tried to escape as we suffered through two reactionary administrations the war in vietnam and the use of hard drugs have taken many lives now the war is over but drugs continue their destruction. I believe it's time to turn the corner. We can get America back if we get ourselves back. You don't need drugs. You don't need gurus. You only need to believe in yourself. Remember, it only takes a small circle of friends to get back to a life based on reality rather than escape. This is Eddie LaVert, William Powell, and Walter Williams of the OJs. And we would like to say that if you're hung up on something that's going to put you to sleep, that's really nowhere. Face it, the thing today is uh, getting high. You can't say uh, it's happening now, but it's some things you can't mess with, and Skag is one. Gotta stay awake to stay alive. This is Ringo. Dangerous drugs aren't an escape. They're a trap. I'm talking about heroin and barbiturates. Anyone who wants to use them is on a dead-end street. I think it's time we all got together and took a good look at what drugs are doing to a lot of your friends, and my friends here and across the sea. If you really love them, tell them not to use dangerous drugs. Don't shoot up, oh no, oh don't you do it now, don't shoot up, oh no, 
and now just such a drag Call it junk or call it skag Just be cool, don't pop that bag Don't shoot up This is Sha-na-na Ever get beat up by 12 puff guys in a dog alley? Take our word for it, victims don't feel real good Don't make yourself a victim to hot drugs If you do, we'll break all your arms and all your legs You can do your alcohol, stay away from second home Those two things don't mix at all Don't shoot up Boom, 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 boom Don't shoot up, oh no Don't you do it, na na Don't shoot up, oh no Hello, this is Corky Siegel speaking to you on freedom. Freedom is a state of mind. Therefore, it is possible to be free in a society which is not. To be truly free, you must first be free of anything that has the potential to control your mind. Police and politicians cannot control your mind, but heavy drugs do. I'm not asking you to support an anti-drug movement. Just support your friends and use your influence. They want your help, and if you are into heavy drugs, please help yourself. Hi, this is Jim Schwal from the Siegel Schwal Band, and I want to tell you about what I think is getting high. I think it's making music of walking under a summer sky. Loving somebody's gotta be the highest high So why don't you kiss your smack and you're down as goodbye You know it's the wrong direction entirely Just not the way you really wanna go So when someone says let's get some quaaludes or reds Tell them no and tell them I told you so Take care of yourself Hi, I'm Shelley Plotkin of the Siegel Schwal Band I dig vegetables as much as the next person, but when vegetables have arms and legs and used to be friends of mine, it really upsets me. Smack, downers, and other heavy drugs make you a vegetable, and eventually, they'll kill you. Don't become a vegetable if you care at all about yourself. Let us help you squash that habit. Peas be careful, or you may turn up dead. This is Ravi Shankar. As I travel around the world, I feel that the young people are searching for the means with which to attain peace, happiness, and spiritual awareness. Why not get high on life itself without using any drugs? You young ones, you have the elixir of life. You don't need hard drugs to make your life more meaningful. And I'm Pop, I'd just like to say, please, don't use dangerous drugs, because it's detrimental to your soul and your life. We need you, young people. Don't use drugs. Please stay away from girls.
log of the Starship Enterprise, stardate 5943.7. Captain Kirk, this is Lieutenant Uhura. Mr. Spock is ready to patch in. Go ahead, Mr. Spock. I'm on the surface of the destroyed barbarian planet now, Captain. Destroyed? What do you see, Mr. Spock? The surviving inhabitants are in a dreadful condition. It seems they can't control their limbs, and their minds are dull and useless. Fascinating. They seem to be in a state identical to that curious 20th century Earth disease called hard drug abuse. I suspect it has destroyed all meaningful life on this wretched planet. A tragic find, Mr. Spock. As a Vulcan, I find the need for hard drugs to be totally illogical. But as a half-human Spock, surely you can appreciate the suffering that hard drug abuse causes. We can only hope that other civilizations will not make the same mistake. And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard a whole bunch of Say No to Drugs public service announcements. Right now, we have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello. How are you? Good. Who are you? I'm Ryan Grieve. I play drums in Fist City. Ryan, who else is in Fist City? Uh, it's myself, Evan Van Riekum on guitar, Kier Griffiths on guitar and vocals, and Brittany Griffiths on bass guitar. And Fist City are from Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. That is correct. Now, I'm always curious about Lethbridge and hip-hop. What is hip-hop like in Lethbridge? I mention this because I've seen that Snoop Doggy Dog has played there like two or three times. What's it like when Snoop Doggy Dog plays in Lethbridge? <laughs> he is a regular there, um, and he's bringing pals. We've had Exhibit come through. Just Yeah, hip-hop in Lethbridge is alive and well for whatever reason. Well, what are those gigs like? Does the whole town attend? Is it like bigger attendance than if Metallica comes through? What's it like with Snoop Doggy Dog <laughs> playing in Lethbridge? And maybe you could explain it to people that don't know where Lethbridge is and what Lethbridge is like. And it would it be unique? A few years ago, it would be quite unique to think that Snoop Doggy Dog has been to Lethbridge three times, right? Three times, yeah. I remember the first time I heard Snoop Dogg was coming to Lethbridge. He did play the NMAX Center, which is like our big hockey arena. And then every other time... Uh, that a rapper has come through since then. They just played a 18-plus nightclub. So the whole town's not showing up, but uh, it's still quite popular. What are the other attractions in Lethbridge, aside from those hockey arenas? The high-level bridge! <laughs> yes, we have the high-level bridge and a nice river bottom, and that's about it. Spend your time outside, man. The Rural Alberta Advantage. There's a band called the Rural Alberta Advantage, isn't there? Yes, there is. Now, what do you think about them? Because they're not really from Alberta, and they have a song called The Death Bridge in Lethbridge. Do they? See, I, I'm not familiar with that group. I thought they were from Alberta. But I was thinking Death Bridge in Lethbridge. Do you think they're talking about the high-level bridge? What is the high-level bridge? It is uh, the world's largest train bridge of its type, uh, which I don't know what type that is, but it holds the record. Yeah. Now, Death Bridge, could that be an allusion to the Lethbridge Death Fest? Isn't there like a metal fest in Death Bridge at all, Ryan, from Fist City? Um, they have, yeah, they have a hardcore festival that usually happens in the fall, um, metal hardcore festival. But um, Death Bridge has just kind of become a moniker by which everybody refers to Lethbridge. Death Bridge, Meth Bridge is a new one. Uh, go hand-in-hand hand with those anti-drug campaign ads you just played. 
And if people want to experience some Deathbridge, Lethbridge action, they can head on down to the zoo shop tonight, right? In Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yes, we are playing at the zoo shop tonight with Korean Gut, Crystal Swells, and I believe the band is Nervous Talk. They're new. Yeah, because it said new band without a name on the poster. I love that. Yeah, new, new band in brackets. And that is at the Zoo Shop at 223 Main Street in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. We're speaking live here to Ryan from Fifth City from Lethbridge, Alberta. And they're playing tonight with Korean Gut Crystal Swells at the Zoo Shop. What's the Park Place Mall like in Lethbridge? The Dirt Mall. Um, <laughs> it's a place, it's just teenagers and seniors, essentially. I haven't been there in years. I don't even know what stores are there. For Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, Conrad Bain, Mr. Drummond from Facts of Life. He's from there. No way. Yeah. He's oh, I have no idea. What other actors do you know that are from Lethbridge? Actors from Lethbridge. I no idea. And I'm getting a bunch of blank faces from everybody else right now. But you know different strokes, right? Mr. Drummond, yes. Conrad yes. Bean, and believe it or not, Todd Bridges actually recorded a hardcore version, hardcore punk version of the diff- different strokes theme. <laughs> I've never heard that. Well, we're going to let you hear that right now, Ryan from Fist City from Lethbridge. Here is Todd Bridges and the What You Talking About Willis Experience with their version of the Different Strokes theme song. What are we going to do is go back. Oh, wrong one. Uh-uh, excuse me. Sorry. Well, yes, we are going to go back, way back. Um, actually, interesting enough, you have a song called Caveman's Lunch, which is kind of possibly an allusion to some hip-hop at all. You know, the troglodyte song? Let's go back. Let's go way back. Any allusion yep. to hip-hop in that particular track? Sorry? Any allusion to hip-hop in that track? A little bit, I guess. Pretty heavy rhythm section in that song. Well, just to re-cue it up, here we go, Ryan from Fist City. Here's Todd Bridges and the What You Talking About Willis Experience with his hardcore punk version of the Different Strokes theme, possibly something that you could cover now, right, Ryan? Absolutely, we're going to look into that. Because Mr. Drummond is from Lethbridge. Here we go. Now the world don't move. Ryan from that was Fist City. Insane. Poss- that was crazy. A possibly an encore song for tonight when you play the zoo shop here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yeah, we still have a couple hours of driving left, so maybe we'll learn it on the way. Ryan from Fist City, you're also in the ketamines. I was. I'm not anymore. W- what? Oh, okay. Breaking news? <laughs> um, sort of. It happened just last month, yeah. Were you in the ketamines when they played in Chicago? I was at, uh, yes, at Black Oak Fest. 
Now, wasn't there some sort of stuff that went down there? For instance, some tweets that made you got written up in the local paper or something to do with Oprah? <laughs> yes. Um, our good friend and local lesbian, or fellow lesbian, uh, Jeff King, runs a Twitter account, Oprah Wins Fry. And a lot of people have just assumed that it's Oprah Winfrey, so he has, like, tens of thousands of followers and uh, just tweets as though he were a very disgusting Oprah. But he tweeted about our show, and even the Lethbridge paper back at home picked it up as a legitimate news story that Oprah was tweeting about us, but it was all a hoax to clear the air. Now, did Oprah say nice things about you in the tweet? Pardon? What did Oprah say about the show in the tweet? She said that she was going to be there and that everybody should check out our band. <laughs> and it got retweeted over 50 times and kind of went viral for a few hours. It was crazy. And did you ever tell the local paper that that wasn't Oprah? Did they ever find a out? Absolutely not, no. They, they still believe that Oprah was tweeting with us. And that was the Ketamines? Yes, it was. And now you've left the Ketamines for Fifth City. I have. Well, I've always been in Fifth City. I've been in Fifth City the longest. I was just sort of filling in on drums for the Ketamines for a while there. Ryan, could you describe how the rest of the band looks on stage? Like, I was looking at pictures of you guys, and Evan, your guitarist, seems to have his guitar way high up. Evan has been known to have his guitar, yeah, just under his chin. He likes to go on his tippy toes and put hair in front of his face. Uh, Kier's sort of the spastic one, really rigid movements. And Brittany, I'm not ragging on her when I say this, she stands pretty well absolutely still and just looks very tough. And how about yourself, Ryan? I just try and get through the set. And Ryan from Fist City, you mentioned there's other Fist Cityers in the room. Do you think you might be able to hand over the phone to K-Fist from Fist City? Absolutely, I can. Here he is. Hello. Hello, K-Fist. It's Nardwar to Human Serviette. Good. Hey, you know, the last time we talked, I was thinking, was the day that Michael Jackson died. Oh, shit. Yeah, those those, those bummer days. Oh, bummer. What do you remember about that? That was pretty intense, eh? Michael Jackson died, and I saw you at the Plaza Theater in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and you guys played a gig there. Could you you explain what happened from then to now? Because you were in the New Danger (laughs) Kids at that time. I, well, that's a lot of time to, to sum up on, on one little thing. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> well, now you have a new name. You are K-Fest. And I, I, well, and yeah, I, here, here is, the, is the new name. And I understand that name came from an electronic store inspiration. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was working at a crappy electronic store, and I was watching the X Games. And there was a snowboarder with the name Kieran. I'm like, I like that name. So I took it. <laughs> and you also know a lot about carpets, too? Like you say, you work in an electronics store, but what about car? You know a lot about carpets? Oh, you bet. I, I professionally arrange carpets for a living. So whenever you're in a, in a Walmart or something like that and you see, you know, some really amazingly placed carpets, that's my work. That's what I do. So. <laughs> and that's in Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. You bet. What I was curious, K-Fist, about Lethbridge was, do you know a place called Rose Home Appliances at all? Rose Home Appliances does not ring a bell. It's on 7th Street South, just off 4th Avenue. 
That's right near where I live. I don't think I've ever popped in there, though. Well, what's interesting is I'm not even sure if it's still around. I have an acetate that was given to me by Cliff Nesteroff, an amazing comedic writer. He also writes for the WFMU blog. You can check up on the website, WFMU.org. He gave me this acetate, and it's from Rose Home Appliances, 7th Street South, just off 4th Avenue. And it's actually a record put out by CJOC Lethbridge. Oh, yeah. Now, this particular record, I think, is a live commercial, and it's actually from the 1950s. Oh, sweet. Going and it, back? And it may, yes, going way back, and it made me think, I wonder if this place still exists, but you're not sure if it exists because it doesn't ring any bells. you 7th Street South, just, after, just off 4th Avenue. I, I, I can't say that I've seen it. I, and wa- I feel like I've been down that road a lot of times. <laughs> Well, I'll probably play a bit more at the end of the Nardwarder Human Survey Radio Show, but let's hear just a tiny bit of this record and see if you can identify anything going on right here. Here, K-Fist of Fist City, and this again is an acetate from the 50s, way, way back. Where your, was your family, how long has your family been in Lethbridge? Since I was two, so it's been, yeah, a couple decades. So let's see what happens here. And if this works. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and particularly you ladies who are home this afternoon. We are speaking to you from the window of the largest home appliance center in southern Alberta. And that is the Rose Home Appliances, located on 7th Street South, just off 4th Avenue. We are standing, as we said, in the very large display window, which has set on a very neatly arranged platform, the lines that are going to be handled by this modern new appliance store here in southern Alberta, the Moffat, queen of your dream kitchen range, Crosley radios, electric ironers, and many other smaller ranges that will be very interesting for you to drop in and see. And looking back through this store, uh, we see a wonderful array, very neatly set out, very spacious indeed of the other lines that are being handled by the Rose Appliance Store here in Lethbridge. We have with us Mr. Bill Rose, who is the proprietor of the store, who will take us on a tour this afternoon and describe for you some of the wonderful modern appliances, radios, and home fixtures that they have for your... that they have on sale here at the store. Good afternoon, Bill. How are you today? Good afternoon, Bob. Very good, thank you. Would you like to possibly start at one side of the store and take us on a tour through the building and describe the various appliances that you are going to be having? Very pleased. And there we go, Kier. Did you make it in a time machine? Yes. Did you make out any of that at all? Do I? Do I? Sorry, what was that? Did you make out any of that? Did that bring out any memories of you working? I heard something about some some fancy electric irons and and small ranges. Sounds like an exciting place. I wish, uh, I wish it wasn't long gone. <laughs> Rose Home Appliances. You'll have to take a look for me and see whatever happened to it, if you could. 7th Street South, just after, just off 4th Avenue. I'll do some detective work. In Lethbridge, Alberta. And we're speaking here to Kay Fist, Kier from Fist City. Now, Kier, what was Chest Fest? Chest Fest was um, a fundraising show that a bunch of my friends and myself uh, put on so I could afford to get top surgery. So we raised like, I feel like we raised almost, well, we, in that in that show we raised a few hundred bucks. So almost like, I think like almost 2,000 and things. So how much, 
how much money do you need for something like that? You said you were selling cupcakes too, selling one cupcake. <laughs> when- we were selling some boob cupcakes. Uh, those helped. <laughs> the the whole price tag for top surgery these days with flights and everything was about eight thousand bucks. Is, so it's not cheap. <laughs> is anything covered by medical at all? Um, actually, it just happened a few months ago. So that has just been reinstated in Alberta, but it hadn't been covered for the last, I think, three-ish years. So. And what exactly happens, if I may ask there, K-Fist, when, you withgrow, when, you, when all that stuff goes down? Well, <laughs> uh, I get to go to sleep after being given some really great drugs. And uh, then they, you know... Get rid of the chesticles. <laughs> and they give me some really cute man nipples afterwards. <laughs> Is there any inspiration at all from any other rock and rollers that have done this or done the opposite of this? Like, for instance, Genesis P. Orridge of Throbbing Gristle added breasts. Really? I did not. I, was, I didn't know that. The only one I know is um, against me. What's her name? She's going by... Tom? What? Tom? Is the guy from Against Me called yeah, Tom? Yeah, from Against Me. I forget what she's changed her name to, but yeah. She just she just did the whole transition situation. <laughs> and you documented the whole thing, too, on FTM TV, if people want to check it out, right? <laughs> oh, man, those are embarrassing. Don't. Um, yeah, there's a couple videos. <laughs> but you can't judge me or make fun of me if you watch them. <laughs> what is a skis bag, Kier? What's a skis bag? I don't know. Using a sentence. <laughs> a skis bag is usually a, a jerk, I guess. It's kind of like a D-bag. Yeah, like a D-bag with some skis on there. How do you meet fellow punks in Lethbridge, Alberta? How do you meet fellow punks? It's really not hard because there's only like 20 of them. And you end up being at the same show and then you are automatically friends. So it's really easy. I noticed this classified ad in Lethbridge, bassist looking to jam. (laughs) I am 25 years old and have been playing bass for eight years and have experienced playing live. I'm interested in jamming and creating songs in the funk, rock, prog, indie, punk genre. Email me if you are into it. Okay. Are you still there, Keith? I'm still there. I got a bit of dead dead noise. But. Well, I think it's because you probably heard the funk, rock, prog yeah. little part of that. Which makes me think, like, for finding punks, are they punks that you find or are they secret funkers? Like, do you have to now brainwash them and get them into f- punk because they're stuck with the funk? I don't think I've ever met a legitimate funker, as they're called. So I've never had to go through the, the problem of deprogramming a funk person. <laughs> And it was CKXU that helped out quite a bit? Um, yeah, like in, in Lethbridge. Yeah, like how many bands have formed there? Like the Mylan Sheaths, they formed there, right? Yeah, like there's a handful, and really most of them come from just a core of our, of our pals. Like we're all, we're all buds, and yeah, we all start bands. <laughs> so the radio station helps the bands come together? Of course, yeah. We've got friends that, that have shows on the radio and stuff like that, so it's all part of that big thing. Here of Fist City, what was Sparkle and the Devil? Oh, man. Sparkle and the Devil was this weird film I made. I don't even know. It was a few years ago. I made it with Brittany. Uh, Brittany's in the band and my twin sister and another friend. It was just a movie about someone ODing on pills and meeting the devil. It was, uh, it's a very poor quality. So. 
just a few years ago. Are you into films? Is that what you're studying in Lethbridge? Yeah, that's part of it. I'm doing new media, and I'm definitely into films, for sure. What was Henotic? Henotic was a, it was a venue for a time, and it was actually pretty decent, but it closed down, as with uh, most venues in Lethbridge and Fort and Chile. So that was kind of the last, the last solid one you could actually have a pretty good time at. And Kira, for a while you were saying you didn't want to speak. Why didn't you want to speak for a while? Why didn't I want to speak? Is this like of recent times? Is this like from the video or something? Yes, from the video. You said, I didn't want to speak. Hello? Hello, hello. Oh, hello, okay. More deadness. Uh, is that from the video, you mean? Yeah, from the video. Um, I don't know. It's kind of awkward. I'm a, a very awkward person. So <laughs> when things get more awkward for me, I just get extremely awkward. <laughs> well, you were, saying, like you were saying that all you wore was like a shirt, vest, and boots, but those are awesome. What's wrong with shirts, vest, and boots? No, well, it depends on the, depends on the boots and, and the, you know, on the specifics. I was wearing the worst ones. <laughs> so. And you were mentioning you also have your sister in the band. Perhaps you could hand the phone over to your sister at all Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Here's Brittany. Brittany from Fist City, live on the Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show. Hi. Hello, Brittany. It's Nardwarty Human Serviette. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm fine. Yes. Last time, as I mentioned to Kira, I talked to you guys. It was the day Michael Jackson died. Oh, yeah. Sled Island 2009. And what exactly has happened since then? Um, well, the band that we were playing in then, the New Danger Kids, we broke up, and then we formed city with Ryan and Evan shortly afterwards, and we've been doing that pretty much ever since, and that's been two and a half years now. What happened to the rest of the New Danger Kids? Hello? Hello, hello, hello. What happened to the rest of the New Danger Kids? Uh, well, one of our friends moved to Vancouver. That's pretty much why the band split up. And then our other friend, Kale, who played drums, just kind of just hung around in Lethbridge and still kind of doing his thing. Whose toe is broken on this tour? Whose what, sorry? Whose toe is broken? Oh, Ryan broke his toe um, a couple of days ago. What did he do again? He stubbed it, he stubbed it really bad. <laughs> now it's broken. And he walks with a lamp, and he's a bit self-conscious about it. How much touring has there been? I noticed you guys played Olympia, and then I think you played, like, Montana or North Dakota? How yeah, we played Missoula um, just a month ago. We had a friend that was getting married on the island, so we kind of organized a tour around the West Coast. So we were just in Vancouver a month ago in Victoria and Nanaimo, and then we just went down to Olympia and Missoula. What did you do in Nanaimo? Where'd you play there, and how'd that go? That was our friend's wedding, and we played at the wedding after party, and it was a wonderful, glorious time. Is that the Bash Brothers? Yeah, Lindsay from the Bash Brothers, her wedding. What are your gigs like in Utah, Ben? Oh, my God, Utah. Well, we played, um, that was a couple of years ago, and we played this guy's living room, essentially. And it was interesting talking with all the other people there because I think they got kind of weirded out by us. We had a friend who was a little bit extreme. <laughs> we said some inappropriate things to some young girls. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, it was, it was just kind of interesting seeing, uh, talking to people like living in Utah who aren't allowed to drink and it's very Mormon there and just kind of a whole culture shock. 
And that gig is documented on YouTube as well. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, I guess it was. If people are wondering about Fist City, they can find information on Fist City in various different locations, including the Internet. And I noticed a posting on the Internet from a duder from Lethbridge. Who is duder? Duder from Lethbridge. Because duder... Tony. Our friend Tony. Because duder... Give a bit of background on Tony, please. Uh, Tony is just a friend, like a pal, who's been... He played in a couple of bands with... Um, Ryan, they played in, what was the band? Zoo Company, they played in, and just, just a friend of, you know, Lethbridge. <laughs> and he said, quote, you don't get Fist City until you see them 43 times. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I guess our friends have seen us, like, a lot, so... <laughs> How have, how have the gigs been, though, for reception-wise? Like, you don't have to be seen 43 times for people to enjoy you. How have those gigs been? Like, then you play the University of the Fraser Valley, and you played Antisocial as well out here? Yeah, I've been pretty much positive uh, feedback. Like, last night we played in Revelstoke, and we didn't really know what to expect. We were like, maybe we'll just play to, like, a half a dozen truckers, and they'll probably just ignore us. But we ended up having, like, there's people that were kind of dancing, <laughs> and we had a lot of people come up to us after and say that it was really good, and they didn't usually get, like, punk bands and Rebel Stokes, so it was a nice change of pace. So what? everything that I've heard so far has been really positive. Where did you play in Rebel Stoke, British Columbia, Canada? Uh, we played at the Last Drop Pub and Hotel, so it was really nice. They set us up with a room and a, a nice bar tab, so... It was a win-win situation. How did you set that whole thing up? Like, who booked you in there? How did you find out about Revelstoke Punk Rock? That's amazing. Uh, well, Ryan is a friend who actually works at the bar that we played at last night, so that's how that got hooked up. Oh, great. So Revelstoke kind of helped pay for the entire trip then, in a way, right? Well, it was a nice halfway point. We were just going to go camping otherwise, so <laughs> so we got to stay in a hotel and drink some beer. And Fist City, your rock and roll combo, Brittany, is playing tonight at yes. the zoo shop right in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. That's correct. At 223 Main Street in Vancouver. And how was your last Vancouver gig at the Antisocial? It went pretty well. It was really fun. Evan broke a guitar string, which was kind of a bummer for him. But other than that, it was really great. And what are the plans coming up for more tourings and stuff? Well, for this tour that we're going on right now, um, after Vancouver, we're doing... Victoria and Nanaimo, Abbotsford, and then back through Lethbridge, Regina, Winnipeg, Peterborough, um, Windsor, like a bunch of places in Ontario, out to Montreal, and then back again. I noticed you guys are not playing Toronto, Ontario. Any reason? No, I don't know why. I guess Toronto just didn't really work out in time. Have you played so, there before? Yeah, we played there last May. We went out when we were recording, and we played at Parts and Labor. Well, thank you, Brittany. Is the other member of the band named Evan around at all? Uh, yeah, he certainly is. If Hold you, on a second. Thank you. If you could pass the phone to Evan, we're speaking here to Fist City, live on an Ardwater Human Serviette radio show. Hello. Hello. Is that Evan? It is, yes. Hello, Evan. You're live on an Ardwater Human Serviette radio show. Oh, wow. Hello. How e are you? Uh, good. Evan, your dad, was he in a band? No. Well... He plays guitar a lot, yeah. That's what I was wondering. How did he get into guitar? Because you make guitars with your dad? Yes. Yes, we design them together and uh, and run a small company. 
How did he get into guitars? I think he just started playing when he was really young. Maybe his brother. I'm not sure. So you have no other musicians in your family and your dad plays guitar? Does the brother play guitar in, in a band? He does as well. Not in a band, but he just plays guitar a lot. Yeah, they're hobby guitar players. What type of guitar do you play, Evan? I play a Telecaster. It's not like a custom one or anything like that, is it? Pardon? Is it a custom one? What model? What year? Uh, it's a, it's a, I guess late, late eighties uh, Telecaster. It's not very, it's not custom. No. Evan, what's the punk rock history in Lethbridge? I think, yeah. Uh, oh wow. Um, maybe four years ago, there was a band called Endangered Apes that Ryan and I both played in, and we we toured a lot together. And then that kind of spawned a, a bunch of different punk bands. So it goes back four years, the punk scene in Lethbridge? What about the era when the Smalls would come through town? Remember the Smalls? Oh, well, there was a... a before. Uh, yeah, before that, there was a lot of all-ages shows in Lethbridge, for sure. Yeah, the Smalls, yeah. And uh, lo- lots of other Canadian bands. Eric Strip played there a bunch of times. But how about from Lethbridge? Were there any Lethbridge punk rock bands at all from the early days? Did ever release anything? Oh, wow. I don't really know. Uh, there was a, a band called Favor in the early 90s. They were, they were more of a shoegaze band, though. I, I'm, I'm not from Lethbridge, so I, I, I don't really know. I'm from Calgary, actually. Because looking back into Lethbridge history of rock and roll, and I played off the top at the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show, a track by The Gamblers, the surf band The Gamblers, and they have a very famous song called Moondog, and that was actually written by Derry Weaver, the guy who wrote the song Moondog, and he plays guitar in Moondog from the surf band. He's actually from Lethbridge. Oh, really? Yes. Have you ever heard of him? I haven't, no, that's very interesting. Because he went to L.A. and he became pals with Eddie Cochran. Oh, wow. And then Eddie Cochran taught Derry guitar licks, and he played on a couple Derry records as well. Eddie Cochran played on a couple Derry Weaver albums and records, and Derry Weaver also wrote, like, the song LSD-25, too. Oh, wow. So you guys got to cover Derry Weaver for sure to represent Lethbridge. Yeah, that's really cool. Because earlier on, I was saying to Ryan from Fifth City, and again, you're live here on the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show with Nardwarta Human Serviette. Yes, you listeners, you're on board with Nardwarta Human Serviette. And Evan from Fifth City, and Fifth City are playing tonight in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, at the Zoo Shop, 223 Main Street in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I was mentioning way back when there in the interview to Ryan how Conrad Bain, Mr. Drummond from Different Strokes, was from Left. Bridge, Alberta, and I played a punk version of the different strokes theme by Todd Bridges, thinking you guys should cover that. Now another song that you can possibly cover, Moondog by the Gamblers. That would be, I'll have to look that up right away. That'll be very cool, yeah. I mentioned this to you, Evan, because you love the vintage punk rock. You were involved in putting together the Sled Island Music Festival in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and you were able to book the urinals, the urinals. Yes. How did you end up getting the urinals? Because originally it was going to be the spits. How did you go from the spits to the urinals? You must have a punk rock appreciation to do that. Uh, of course, yeah. I love, I love both those bands. And the spits canceled, unfortunately. Uh, but they have the same booking agent. So I emailed their agent and said, what about the urinals? And, and then we just made it work. How was the crowd at Sled Island when you played Fifth City? You described the crowd as a bunch of ding-dongs. 
<laughs> that was just a joke. That it, it, they were really great. That was a wonderful show. There was a lot of people there. For Fist City, your rock and roll combo, you indirectly got signed to your label by Tonetta. Could you please explain about that? Tonetta, the legendary Tonetta. Pardon me? The legendary Tonetta got you signed to your record label. Could you explain about that? He got you signed to the same label as Mr. Slint, David Pajo. Tonetta, David Pajo. Could you explain it all, please? Yeah, it's, it's uh, well, we... I, I have a record label, and we were working on releasing something by Tonetta. I went to, when we were in Toronto last summer. I went to we went to meet him at his apartment, and we gave him our our record, and he gave it to the record label and said that it was really good, and that we should, he, they should do a record with us, and then they did. And for people that don't know Tonetta, how would you describe him? Because having him say something is good is pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is amazing. He's he's quite an interesting guy. He's got a, a YouTube channel and a lot of followers, and he makes these really neat and weird pop songs, garage pop songs, and does these kind of crazy dances and stuff to them, and plays guitars and stuff. And he plays all the instruments himself. And you said, oh, I have a record label, but come on, don't discount your record label. You have Mammoth Cave Records, and Mammoth Cave, you brought back shadowy men on a shadowy planet. Like, you're the guy that did it, Evan. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, I've, that, that was a lot of work, and I'm, I'm really grateful that it happened at Sled Island. And It was their the, first show in, what, 20 years that you got them to play? Yeah, I think 18 years, yeah. And now you're re-releasing some of their back catalog too. Yeah, all three, all three of their LPs. So, so, fi- it's so really fi- exciting. And Fist City are playing tonight at the Zoo Shop in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, at two two three Main Street. And thank you, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, for Fist City. You know, Vancouver kind of shapes in the creation of Fist City. Do you know that, Evan? How, how do you mean? Well, thank you, Vancouver. You are named after the song Fist City, aren't you? Yes, we are. And who did the song Fist City? Loretta Lynn. And Loretta Lynn's first record came out on a Vancouver record label. Really? Which one is that? It was called Zero Records. Oh, wow. So, without Vancouver, there'd be no Loretta Lynn, and without Loretta Lynn, there would be no... Fist City. So... Please go check out Fist City in your town. Like, especially tonight in Vancouver. Go check out Fist City at the Zoo Shop at 223 Main, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And right now, we're going to end with the song Endless Bummer. What can you say about the song Endless Bummer? Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote this song after watching a lot of, uh, with my good friend Adam, we, we watched a marathon of Vietnam War movies. And uh, and then I and then I wrote this song. And as a special bonus for people listening to the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show, if you phone in right now, 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR, we have free tickets for people to see Morrissey in Bellingham, Washington in November. We got some free tickets to go see Morrissey in Bellingham, Washington 
in November. If you want to win those tickets, 604-822-247, 604-UBC-CITR. But you have to answer a skill-testing question. Why isn't Morrissey doing a gig in Vancouver? And why won't Morrissey do gigs in Canada? Why do you have to go to Mount Baker Theater to go check out Morrissey? If you can answer that, you can win some free tickets. Go see Morrissey. That's 604-822-247, 604-UBC-CITR. Don't you love being worked into a Morrissey ticket giveaway there, Evan? I do. I love Morrissey. So right now, here is Endless Bummer by Fist City. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Evan, from Fist City? Why should people care about Fist City? Uh, we're just, like, working hard and just trying to do things, you know, organically and, and just, like, tour as much as we can and, and work hard and try to be a good band. <laughs> Well, thanks so much, Evan and Fist City. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot doot a loot do. Doot doot.
John Batdorf. And this is Mark Rodney. If you're into heroin or downers, you're in a good chance of killing yourself. You know, we lost a lot of good musicians that way and a lot of other good people. You know, why take the chance of being next? Because it's really nowhere to take that stuff. Because there's really no, no way out if you keep taking that. There's other, other things to get high on, you know. Howdy, y'all. This is Jim Dandy with the old Black Oak, Arkansas bunch, and just sitting here ready to tell you what we feel about all these stories you've always heard about heroin. But we believe they're all true. You can't put stuff like that in your body. That's against our nature. So let's all try to get an upstate of mind. Can't go wrong there. Well, see y'all another day. And he's my career. Hi, this is Harry Chapin. I'm not too big on authority or telling people what to do and especially in terms of their private lives and even more especially when I think our society has some rather silly rules. But one thing I think I can talk about is hard drugs and how they affect music. My old man, uh, my father, is an old-time jazz musician who grew up during a time when Charlie Bird Parker and many of the other jazz greats were literally killing themselves on heroin. They, well, they thought they were playing much better stone, but the fact was that to those who listened to them night after night, they played much better when they were straight. Everybody knows about the greats of our time who have used hard stuff and are paying for it and or have paid for it with ruined talents and, well, sometimes death. And if the great ones can't make it good on the horse, then you and I can't either. If you're interested in yourself, then stay clean. Not for the fuzz, but because you can do much better music when you're not fuzzy-minded. Thank you.
famous Robin Hood of the Old West, the Cisco Kid. This is Duncan Ronaldo, whom you've known as the Cisco Kid for many years. Look, if you use dangerous drugs, there is only one way trip for you. That is, suffering and ultimately death and nothing more. So please think, think very much before you get tempted to use anything like that. Don't use dangerous drugs. There's enough pain in the world without having to add to it. Happiness is, is a very important thing because you know if you are healthy and happy, then you're very rich. You couldn't be richer than that, no matter what you did. Remember that from me. Thank you. Well, this is where we leave you, amigos. But we'll be back soon. Look for us. <laughs> This is Duncan Ronaldo, whom you've known as the Cisco Kid for many years. If you use dangerous drugs, there is only one way trip for you. Please think very much before you get tempted to use anything like that. Happiness is, is a very important thing because you know if you are healthy and happy, you couldn't be richer than that. Remember that from me. Thank you. Judy Collins speaks about hard drugs. The problem is that they're a terrible drag on most every area of your life. They're not anything to create on. It's not worth it for a second. Seems like it's pretty easy to go downhill very fast with these heavy drugs like heroin and the barbiturates. There's got to be some way to make positive energy out of your life. And if you lay around and say, man, it stinks and it's a drag and the system is rotten and you're so far gone that you can't be alive and make it alive for other people, then it's a pointless drag. This is Judy Collins asking you not to kill yourself, not to use hard drugs. This is Alice Cooper. Of all the ways to get off nowadays, hard drugs isn't one of your best choices. In fact, it's a perfectly stupid choice. I can only tell you one thing. If I ever catch any of you taking drugs, I will personally come to your house and slit your puppy's throat. John. I don't dig heavy drugs. It's destroying too many beautiful minds and bodies. So be careful. Hi, this is Jim Croce. I think Smack's a mess. I think there's no need for it. 
And it isn't one of those drugs that uh, makes anything better. I just think, uh, you know, there's so many positive things to get off on. I just keep going around on the reaching for the brass ring, you know. That's what this old friend of mine told me. He was like 80 years old. He's in a Navy vet's hospital down in Philadelphia. And I said, how you doing, George? He says, sicker in hell, but still going around reaching for the brass ring, you know. There's always something when somebody that old and that sick can still want to keep going around. There's no reason why a kid 15, 16 would want to do a deep six, check himself out behind some drug, like smack. I mean, you only have one body. Why put a toe tag on it? This is Jim Croce saying, anybody want to, you can come mess around with Jim, but don't be messing around with no smack. Find out where it's at. It's not hustling people strange to you. Even if you do got a two-piece custom-made fool. Simmons, Aaron Porter of the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, we're here to say a little something about uh, hard drugs, in particular heroin and barbiturates. You may not think that you're going to get hooked, and you may not think that uh, it's going to hurt you, but in the long run, it will. Right on. Dr. Hook at the medicine show, and there ain't too many things that we're going to tell you not to do. But there's two things that you probably shouldn't do. And uh, look, there's better ways. You want to you lay out? You want to get laid back and watch some television or something? Keep your eyes open. You don't have to do no smack, and you don't have to do no downs, right? You right. That? That's right. No downs. No downs. No smack. This is Dr. Jones, Night Triple. Fifteen minutes in heaven ain't worth fifteen years in hell. The use of heroin is just getting out of hand. And no matter how you look at it, man, it's like, you know, whether God winds up in the penitentiary or he wind up in the cemetery, neither one is no place to wind up. Just got to give myself a good talk into this time. Hi there, this is Glenn Fry of the Eagles, and I'm here to remind you that there's no way to live behind heroin and barbiturates. I don't know any old junkies, and I don't know any happy people who are taking downers. Please reaffirm life by contributing to society. I gotta know if your sweet love is gonna save me. This is Nikki Barclay Fanning. I've been a musician for many years and I've seen a lot of really talented, creative people go right down the tubes because they got into hard drugs. I'm talking about heroin and downers. I can't tell you what to do, nobody can, but if you're into these drugs, if you're thinking of getting into them, just don't do it. It's not worth it. Hi, this is Mark Farner, Grand Funk. I'd just like to say a few words for the great musical talent that has fallen to the deadly hand of heroin and barbiturates. 
I know these people wouldn't want you to take the same bum trip in life, so let's learn from our brother's and sister's mistake. Stay on the trip of life and away from downers. Hi, this is Mark of Grand Funk. I was asked by the National Association of Progressive Radio Announcers to tell you just what I think about downers. Well, I think you should stay the hell away from downers or they're going to take you down to hell, period. Well, how do you? My name is Bob Weir and I play with the Grateful Dead. And I just like to say that I've seen too many people just just absolutely wasted by heroin. So if you're thinking about ever doing that, I'd have to caution you not to. I've seen too many people, like up-and-coming young musicians, they get into heroin and they don't up-and-come anymore. who dangerous drugs never did anybody any good things like heroin and barbiturates and downers etc maybe some of us believe that some of the drug laws should be altered i believe that some of them are wrong but as far as downers heroin and other things that can really screw you up you should just stay away from them life's the most important thing and don't ever forget that This is Bernie Carvin of the Hollies. Um, about the drug scene, barbiturates and heroin and things onto onto an impressionable age group of people that, that like to listen to our music. I say impressionable because at that age I was impressionable as well. When I when I joined the Hollies and we started to make it big around the world, I think I'd, I'd have tried virtually anything you'd care to throw at me. But uh, I've learned a lot since then, and, uh, and believe me, it's a it's a bad scene. Lay off it. Elvin Jones. I'm opposed to the use of illegal drugs. I believe that this is the best thing for my head, and I think that you might find it best for you. In particular, I'm against heroin and barbiturates, but I recommend a completely clean, meditative mind over the use of anything that chemically alters your consciousness. problem that's around us. One in particularly that we don't need that we can all do something about. 
They're ripping out the minds of our young brothers and sisters. So why don't we get ourselves together? Don't be a cop-out to hard drugs. misinformed people have been claiming that rock music stands for dangerous drugs. I say it does not. Dangerous drugs are a death trip. Music is a life trip. If you are into dangerous drugs, I suggest you listen to music instead. Tim Weisberg talks about hard drugs. If people are aware, I mean, if everybody's informed of, like, where the hard drug thing is really at, and uh, you are in tune with your friends, uh, you can tell when somebody is hurting, when somebody needs some type of strength, and that's, I think, where you can get support from friends who can give you that little bit of strength that it might take not to stick the needle in the arm. to you, baby. Hard drugs never did anything good for anybody's head. I'm talking about heroin and barbiturates. They kill people, man. They wreck minds, burn brains, and definitely destroy your health. Do not use hard drugs. Stevie Wonder raps about hard drugs. He sees a full white cartoon monster on the TV screen He takes another puff and says, this is a crazy scene The red is green and I'm a tangerine Life is not a fantasy Life is not a drug Life is not sticking the needle in your vein Life is a reality Get it together Happiness is only found within This is Frank Zappa, here to suggest that you unload yourself. Don't use smack or downers. North, in this store, and uh, down off the stage, which is located in the window. And uh, though we see here on our left a very fine display of uh, Bendix equipment. Now, these washers... Uh, we noticed two different sizes. I wonder if you describe those. Well, part. the very large size in the center, Bob, is the uh, the fully automatic uh, washer and dryer. It's a combination effort, and uh, you can wash and dry your clothes in the same machine. This is something new, and Bendix has really gone all out to put this over. And I'm sure it's one of the finest lines on the market today. In fact, all the lines that we handle in this store are top lines. Uh, the Bendix line, the Moffat line, the Crosley line. Now, on the left of that again is the 
the Bendix automatic dryer. That comes in either gas or electric. On the right of that again is the automatic washer. Now these are twin sets, you can put them both together. The doors open uh, opposite each other and they make a very nice matched set. They can be taken individually, of course. Um, oh, we also noticed uh, another line of kitchen equipment, the Crosley. Would you this like is the, this article here is the Crosley dishwasher. And I think, Bob, it is really something out of this world. I've sold appliances for a long time, and I think this dishwasher is the finest on the market today. And it's very reasonable.